0: It's the last day of my five-part podcast series, teaching you how to get total clarity on creating a six-figure sales plan for your business. Today, we're going to talk about setting up your six-figure funnel. If you're just jumping into the series, make sure you go back and start at episode number 110. Let's bring it home. Welcome to No BS Business School, the podcast for small business owners and solopreneurs to get the straight talk on how to turn your passion into a profitable business. Do you ever feel like you're trying to keep your head above water running your business? And every time you get online looking for help, all you see is the same cookie-cutter advice that never produces the results you want? I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning business strategist, online educator, and your host. And I believe that the path to success in business shouldn't be a mystery. It takes planning, mastering the boring stuff, and learning to ignore advice that will never serve you. I'm here to help you through the messy parts of your business so you can enjoy the life you're creating for yourself and your family. Each week I share strategies to help you grow your business without the fluff, gimmicks and nonsense that's filling your feed on the gram. If you're ready to cut through the BS and build a business that's authentic, impactful and profitable, this is the show for you. Let's keep it real. I've saved the best for last. At least I think it's the best because we're going to be talking about funnels today. And since episode number 110, I've been talking with you about how to set up your six-figure sales plan and the things you need to get clarity on if you want to actually move forward with running a business and the things you need to get clarity on. And regardless of whether you are a product-based business or a service or you're a program or course creator, what I've taught you in this series applies to your business as well. What I'm going to teach you today though is probably different than you've heard before because this is really what I specialize in. And this funnel system that I'm gonna talk to you about is lifted directly from the charity world where I worked for the majority of my career. And revenue generation in that sector is done very differently than it is done in the for-profit sector. And that starts with how we set up our funnels. What I'm gonna talk about today on the podcast is exactly what I teach inside of Capital Campaign Formula. I go into a lot more detail inside the program, but the principles are exactly the same. And instead of one funnel, I'm going to teach you three funnels that you run back to back to back. And it's because of these specific funnels run in this specific order that conversion rates are so high in the charity sector. And the exact same theory applies when you use it in for profit. So today we're going to talk about the quiet phase funnel, the public phase funnel, and the solicitation funnel. You might want to take notes on this one because I'm going to go into a lot of detail. When we're running a capital campaign and fundraising, we're always starting with the first phase, which is the quiet phase of our campaign. And in truth, it's a really bad name because it isn't a quiet phase at all. During this part of your sales campaigning, you should be focused on talking to the largest audience you possibly can to be able to secure as many of them into your funnel so that you can achieve that goal that you've set. And inside a capital campaign formula, the way I teach this is that you're focusing on getting people into your community cultivation magnet. During the quiet phase, you're going to be talking to your potential customers about what's coming up and we're promoting opportunities to be able to come into our world, but we're not talking about buying from us yet. And that's the big difference with this. Most people start a sales funnel in the solicitation phase, but I want you to back out and start it in the quiet phase because you need the runway to talk about what's coming before you earn the right to ask them for a sale. The quiet phase of your funnel should generally last about three weeks. And in this phase, there are some specific things that you need to be doing and thinking about setting up so that you're guaranteeing your success when it comes time to actually start soliciting people. And some of those tactics are going to include things like establishing your social media funnel and your content strategy. And why you need that runway of three weeks is so that you can actually run it as a funnel and build your content around the three phases of awareness, interest, and decision. And again, moving people into that community cultivation experience, like I teach inside of CCF. When I run this funnel in my own business, I'm moving people into one of my boot camps and I'm talking to my audience about what's coming up. I'm letting them know what's gonna happen within that boot camp. I'm very focused on building awareness around the fact that I understand they have a problem and this boot camp has been designed to solve it. Week two of the quiet phase is where I'm talking about things that are interest-based content. And this is where I'm really listening. I'm listening to things that have been said to me in comments of promotional materials. I'm listening to what has been said to me through DMs. I'm looking for feedback. And this is what you should be doing as well in this part of your funnel. Because the content that I then put out is specific to that feedback. And it's all based on interest content. Because I've already been engaging with people in the week prior, the next part of this funnel is a way to be able to help me move people deeper into my world and move them toward making that decision of whether they actually want to join me inside of my community cultivation magnet or not. And it would be the same for you. What content is going to pique their interest about the experience they're going to receive with you? And week three is when you're talking about decision-making content. And this is when people are thinking strongly about, yes or no, this is for me, or this is not for me. And in this week, this is where we want to be looking at content that really deals with objections or addressing things that might be holding people back from moving forward with working with you. And also using a lot of social proof. You want to be making content that helps people say, yes, this is the place for me. Yes, you are someone who can help me. Yes, please, this is something I want to be part of. The fact is people do business with those they know, like, and trust. But in order to earn their trust, you need to be recreating content in this phase that leads them through this funnel into that decision-making process. And the more you talk during the quiet phase of your funnel the more sales you will make when you start selling it's because people are really primed at that point and ready to work with you. The public phase of your funnel is where you really focus on cultivating those relationships that you've started to build. And when I do this, it's being done inside of one of my boot camps and with my clients inside of capital campaign formula, we focus again on doing it either in a boot camp or a challenge it could be a workshop series, but there are very specific actions that need to be taken during this phase. And this phase will last the length of your event. So from the day you show up and start serving until the day before you start selling, this is where you're getting your touch points in that I talked to you about earlier, because it takes seven to 12 touch points with a donor to get a gift. And it's exactly the same thing with a person to get a sale. So you want to be creating an opportunity where you can maximize those touch points in a really condensed way. And you can cultivate those relationships authentically. And what happens during the public phase of your campaign is magic. I'll be teaching this in more detail inside of my free boot camp that I'm running starting on November 14th. And why using this type of a funnel works so well is because no one feels pressured. You don't feel pressured to sell. They don't feel like they're being pressured to buy. It gives people a chance to get to know you and to trust you, which is why you need that runway. And during this process, you should be tracking your leads. Because you want to make sure that you're able to understand who's most engaged from those qualified leads that you've already brought in. So you're able to really shortlist the people that are the right fit for what it is that you're selling. And we also want to make sure that we're tracking our touch points with them. Have we talked to them enough before we start asking for a sale? Have we cultivated that relationship? Is our point system high enough, close enough to seven to 12 touches before we solicit? Tracking systems are so incredibly important when you sell. And when I worked in the charity system, we had really complicated ones, but you don't need to set something up that's super complicated for this phase of your funnel. You can really use something as simple as a pen or paper or an Excel spreadsheet. With my private clients inside a Capital Campaign Formula, we use Airtable and I teach them how to be able to do their own tracking. But you do need a form of a database. If you're over creating endless funnels that the online gurus teach you and are dreaming of a business where you can balance your desire to hustle with real life, get ready for change. Join me in Six Figure Success, a live sales bootcamp for online business owners. You'll learn the three most effective strategies to create consistent revenue in your business without the overwhelm. Six Figure Success is the ultimate live sales bootcamp and it's free. Join me for five days of trainings and get ready to challenge your own assumptions about what it takes to create a profitable sales plan that transforms your life and your business. Join me and I'll show you how to establish a quality offer, qualify high caliber leads, and set up a six-figure funnel with integrity. Just head to janditchell.co forward slash join to save your spot and let's get ready to take your sales to the next level. I'll see you there. And when you're running this funnel, you want to be showing up for your people and be really present again. You should be answering questions and talking about objections that people might have. You should be open and transparent about who you help and who you can't help. You should be running your email sequence at this time as well. And recruiting a special leadership team will also really help you be able to solidify this funnel. When I run this, I always do something called my student spotlight. And I bring in past students and we have a round table discussion about what it's like for them to run a business, the challenges they face, what it's like to go through the program and work with me. And we're honest about things. We talk about the good things, but we talk about bad things as well, because I think it is important to say that not everything goes well in business, but also show that if they got through it, you can get through it too. So who could your leadership team be? And when you're done running this phase of your funnel, the next one you're going to be doing is the solicitation phase. And this is where you actively sell. And how long you solicit for matters. Some people like really short selling phases. Other people like to have them a little more drawn out. I don't think there's one right way to do this. It really depends on how comfortable you are selling, how hot your audience is, what you're selling, how new you are to business, and a variety of other things. I wouldn't recommend doing something past 10 days. And I wouldn't necessarily say to do something as short as three But if you can find a solicitation phase somewhere in the middle, that would be a good fit. Mine generally run five to 10 days, depending again on what I'm selling and who I'm selling to. This is the part of the campaign where you need a lot of energy. Like the minute you start to sell, you need to stay in the room with the people who are there. You need to be present. You can't passively sell in a solicitation phase. In charity, when we are soliciting, this is when we're getting all of those big, big funds coming in the door. And if we slow down, the campaign will lose momentum. The funnel will lose momentum. So having your email sequence set up, keeping your energy high, not being afraid to ask for the sale, having a schedule in place where you know that you're doing certain things on certain days leads to conversions. And when you are soliciting and you're building that energy and that enthusiasm, it will also help you feel really good going through this process. And when you find ways to celebrate the people who have joined you and bought from you, it also will help you to get more sales. Publicly thank the people who have chosen to work with you. If you're in an industry where you can do that, because it makes them feel appreciated and valued. But other people as well are looking and they're like, oh, I want to be part of that. I want to be on the inside of that. It's a good way to use urgency for good and it will increase your conversions. And you will run this part of your funnel until you close down the ability to buy from you for this specific campaign that you've been working on. And what I love so much about running a funnel like this, which again is exactly what I did in charity that I now do here, is because it's infectious feeling, both for you as the business owner, but also for the people who take part in it. Because whether they buy or not at the end, they feel really fantastic about the experience they've just had with you. And it never feels salesy. They don't actually feel like they got stuck in some kind of a funnel that they never wanted to be in. They feel like they were cared for and supported and encouraged and cultivated and appreciated. And all of those things leads to higher conversion rates. It's a sales system that works time and time again. And it's that constant repeating of this sales system that leads to those six figure years and that consistent revenue. And this, what I've talked about in this episode is what makes capital campaign formula so different than any other sales program on the market, because the funnel comes directly from capital campaign fundraising. And I'll tell you quite honestly, if you want to learn how to sell really, really well, learn how to do it from a fundraiser. Because there's nobody better than those of us who've come out of that sector. And I'd stand behind that. If you want to learn more about Capital Campaign Formula and how I teach tactics that are so different than anything else that's taught out there and lead to those crazy conversion rates, jump into my free bootcamp. Head over to janditschall.co forward slash join. And I'm going to break down some of the things I taught here even deeper inside of that boot camp. And enrollment will be happening again into CCF starting in November. And I only have six spots available this time. So if you're interested in knowing more, make sure you join me in the bootcamp. Hit me up in my DMs and let's have a chat. And I really want to say thank you for spending this week with me. I've enjoyed every minute of it and I hope you have too. I truly believe in what you're doing and I want to see you be wildly successful. But it takes work and it takes mastering a lot of the boring things like I taught you this week. But those boring things lead to revenue. And that's something to be pretty excited about. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.